0: ready? All right, Tony, thank you. This is uh, title health on point social work in Hi, and welcome back to Title Health on Point. I'm Roger Fallabout, your host today. We're welcoming to the program Sherry Johnson, who is a social work clinical supervisor in patient care management at Tidal Health Peninsula Regional. And Sherry, welcome to the show. Good to have you with us. Thank you.
1: I'm happy to be here.
0: You are a first timer to the program. And with all of our first timers and our newbies, we give you the opportunity to tell our viewers and our listeners something about yourself.
1: So I uh, grew up in Cambridge, Maryland. Um, I went to uh, Cambridge after Chester High School and then went to University of Maryland Eastern Shore, which is where I started my psychology degree and finished it uh, at Salisbury University, got my bachelor's degree and then went to Delaware State uh, University to get my clinical social work degree many, 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 many years ago. Um, And most of my career I spent in the outpatient mental health world as a therapist and a therapist supervisor. Um, And about three years ago, I started working at Title Health as the uh, clinical supervisor for the social workers on the medical floors, the discharge planning team.
0: So how'd you get interested in social work?
1: Um, It found me. I always was a really super empathic type of person, Um, just really strongly felt uh, the feelings of the folks around me and had uh, a strong motivation to help other people. Um, I t- entered college thinking I was going to write children's books, um, and then I took my first psychology class and fell in love. Um, and then it just went from there.
0: As someone who writes for a living, as I do, do you still write? I'm always curious to talk to to writers uh, at, at any de- degree in their in their writing career.
1: I have spells. I have spells where I write and then I kind of fall off of it for a while. And I also read the same way. I'll, I'll, One year I'll read a ton of books and then the next week I'll go, or next year I'll go without reading any. So it comes to me in waves. Yeah. Does the same with me too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, the role of a social worker, I know it's, it's really a very broad question to ask you, but what exactly is it that a social worker does?
1: We help people find the solutions to their problems. Um, we are very much a solution-oriented um Problem solvers uh, is what social work does. It's uh, We help. Now, that's a really uh, understated way of explaining it because most of the time, problems that aren't that difficult to solve, folks can solve on their own. So usually when it comes to social work, we are uh, the folks that are called in when, uh, when the problems have become complex and it's hard to figure out what the right uh, road is, what the right solution is uh, for people. And so uh, social work is a... Is a complex career um, which requires a very unique set of skills. Um, But if done properly, it feels really effortless and seems really effortless. Um, And it is a really, really rewarding career.
0: I'm also sure it's that it's compounded by the fact that not everybody is cut out of the same mold. So you've got multiple different people with multiple different issues that they are facing, uh, which makes it a, a a daunting task
1: yeah and it requires a lot of self-awareness and introspection um, because you basically are using your interactions with someone as a tool to help them figure out what the right solution for them is and um, a very in usually very difficult situations um, and so it's uh, it, it feels really good when you when it's done properly I bet it yeah. does
0: one of the things that we do in healthcare, probably the most important thing that we do in healthcare, at least at Title Health, as we have redefined ourselves as more of being in the health business than the hospital business, is to find ways to educate people on how they stay healthy uh, and how they maintain that over time, over a period of time throughout the course of their life. How do social workers also assist people in staying healthy and staying out of the hospital?
1: That's one of the things that I like the most about this job is the opportunity to help people, not just while they're in the hospital, but set them up with people who can help them once they're they're discharged from the hospital. So my team is made up of nurses and social workers, very compassionate people um, and very intelligent people. Um, they uh, follow folks from the time they get into the hospital all the way through to their discharge, and in in, the, in that time... It is our job to uh, find out what their needs might be during discharge and after discharge and see if we can't help them make sure that everything's arranged. And it could be things such uh, as a medical home needs, a home health services, maybe a stay in a rehab to get a little bit stronger before they go home um it could be uh, medical equipment it could be home oxygen iv infusions at home so it can get kind of complicated um medically but it's also sometimes it's um socially complicated and that's where the team of social workers um on our team really are called in and um and and really show up for the patients maybe there's um and and our nurses by the way are um very well um versed and capable also in and helping with some of these social needs as well um, so, and that's a really fun thing is like working with, uh, the nurses and the social workers, the nurses, uh, have really picked up from our team on a lot of, uh, ways to help people with some of these social, um, complications and, and struggles that they have. And also our social workers have learned a lot about medicine and how to help people medically. And so it's a really great team in that sense.
0: Sherry, you mentioned discharge Planning as part of what a social worker does, and I know that is a very important part of any patient's extended care beyond the walls of the hospital. What exactly do you do to assist the patient once they are home? Because I'm sure that part of the discharge planning is also to make sure that once the patient is home, that they're compliant with their meds, they're compliant with their follow-up physician visits, any assistance with transportation that may be needed, et cetera.
1: Right, We don't want to just be a band-aid. We want to really help people find uh, long-term solutions to their their needs. Um, and so we, uh, we have a great team of amazing social workers on inpatient care management as well as nurses like I've said, on our team that really, work towards making sure that everything we can possibly do for that person while they're in the hospital, we are working really hard to get those things done. And then what we also do is start preparing almost immediately for how we're going to help them continue um, and, and also get linked up with resources um, so that they can have their needs met after they leave the hospital, whether it be medical needs or things that just will make them happy, feel happy and connected to their community, um, things that will get them out, maybe get more exercise, um, maybe get more connections, maybe get more resources to help, them pr- help protect them in situations where they might be um, unnecessarily vulnerable. Uh, so we work really hard. We have an amazing, in addition to the amazing people we have, on the inpatient side, we also have some pretty amazing people outside the hospital that also work for Tidal Health. There is, uh, um, We have a social worker, Bonnie Willie, who's amazing out in our transitions team, and she works with our awesome uh, community health workers, um, visiting patients in the homes to make sure they have everything they need, reminding them what they need, getting them linked up with uh, resources in the community. We also have an uh, amazing social worker, Kim Houlihan, who works in our outpatient um doctor's offices to make sure that any patient who comes in to see their doctor who ends up having a social or behavioral health need can get the treatment and care that they need, Um, in addition to all of, like I said, the amazing um, social workers that we have on our inpatient side.
0: One of the things that I find very interesting in talking with social workers is the fact that discharge planning for a patient begins almost immediately when they hit the door to be cared for initially.
1: That's right. We never know how complicated it's going to be for people and, and what kind of uh, resources they're going to need, what kind of uh, services they're going to need. Sometimes those things can take a long time. Plus, you have to factor in the fact that there's insurance coverages that need to be figured out, and some of those things can take a long time. So we, we get started as soon as we can when the patients get in. We do a discharge planning assessment where we ask them a few questions. Some of it is about their home environment. Um, and uh, some other kinds of needs that they might have. And we sort of get a, a read on them, have a conversation with all the patients to figure out uh, what they might need us to do to help them before they're discharged.
0: After hearing more about what you do, I'm not sure there's an answer for this question, but I'm going to ask it anyhow. What does an average day look like, feel like for a social worker?
1: So the one thing that if you're interested in a social work career is that you got to really enjoy the fact that no, two days are ever going to be the same no Mm -hmm. matter how long you're in this profession. Um, And we like that, you know, that that's, that's, it's intriguing every day is very intriguing. It's not mundane. It's not routine. We typically come in, we figure out who uh, which caseloads on which floors we're going to be responsible for. Same as the nurses on our team. Um, And then we get, we, we figure out who needs their discharge assessments completed, who's had them. And if they have had them, what does that tell us about what the patient's going to need? So we just sort of pick up where the last case manager left off. Um, and uh, we we visit with the patients in the rooms. We make phone calls. We handle insurance issues. Uh, we speak to each other because sometimes uh, something I've never dealt with, I know that there's other people on the team who have dealt with it before. And so we reach out to each other. It really is uh, a team environment where we help each other.
0: And it sounds that you're looking as much... At the emotional well-being of the patient, as you are the physical well-being of the patient. Yeah, upon there's, discharge there's no step.
1: real way to separate that. You know, it's it's all one uh, organism. It's all it's all it, it's it's uh, synchronized. You know, it's we have to take care of ourselves physically in order to, for us to be emotionally well, and we have to take care of ourselves emotionally in order to be physically well.
0: Absolutely, you know, one of the greatest challenges of healthcare, even for those of us who are in this business, is navigating the system. Uh, and I'm sure for those who don't have a healthcare background, it is twice as difficult to do so. So, how do you assist patients navigating through the healthcare system?
1: So, it's a team effort. We have uh, the nurses who know the medical uh, system really, really well, and they help us. And then, we as social workers understand the behavioral health and um, social support, case management, uh, the community. Uh, resources, we know those systems really well. And so we all just work together to lend our expertise uh, to whichever patient needs us.
0: Can you ever see yourself doing anything different? No,
1: I I wouldn't. I used to wait tables to get through college. I'm a whole lot better at this than (laughs) I was that. I'll
0: bet you are. (laughs) Let me get you out of here on this question, Cherry. Greatest challenge of your job, greatest benefit of your job? Uh,
1: The, the, thing about being a social worker, the lows are pretty low. Um, sometimes you, you can't help. You can just offer help. You can make it available. Um, everybody gets to make their own decisions, and sometimes there's sad endings. So that's the hardest part. The biggest challenge is that um, you have this love for your patients, this um, compassion, and you want to see the best for them. Um, and so sometimes it takes a few go-rounds for folks to be able to uh, make better choices because they have gotten to a different place where they understand that they deserve that truly. Um, so it's hard when, when, uh, when you're not able to, to, to make that, the kind of impact you really want to. The highs, obviously, is the flip side of that. When you really do see um, patients take ownership of their health and their happiness and you were able to link them up with a resource that really made a difference to them or say something that was really impactful for them, Um, is it, there's, there's no way of really describing what it feels like to be able to have that opportunity on a daily basis. And it's really, um, it's a, I'm really flattered to be and feel honored to be, um, uh, a member of the team that I work for because we're able to do things like that for people on a, on a daily basis.
0: Oh, we're also honored to have you as part of that team. So thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Thanks for coming in too. Good to have Thanks. you on the program thank and you. sharing some knowledge about social work at Title Health and Title Health Peninsula Regional. Thank you, And that will do it for this edition of Title Health on Point. If you've got a great story idea that you'd like us to cover, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at about at titlehealth.org or do it the old-fashioned way. Pick the phone up. Give me a call at 410-543-7142. Let me know what you think would make a great podcast for the show. For Sherry, I am Roger. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again on the next edition of Title Health on Points.